Welcome to In the Shadow of Your Wings with Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. The Granby Christian Church desires the lost to be saved and the believer to passionately pursue Christ in all that they do. Let's join Pastor John Marins for today's message. Good evening and welcome to In the Shadow of His Wings. And our guest tonight is Jeremy Bridges, minister, pastor of the Canopy Church in Neosha, Missouri. And we're going to be talking from 1 Corinthians chapter 14 about an important topic, the topic of prophetic utterances, speaking into people's lives because Holy Spirit is asking us to do that. Uh, Before we get into the program, let's ask God to bless and encourage and comfort us. God, I thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit to work in our lives. And I thank you for the time when you have prophetically spoken into my life through people, through the word, through your spirit. Father, I just thank you for the gifting that you give to the church. And I pray that you'll help us to understand more how that works and to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. And we're praying this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Jeremy, welcome. Thank you, John. It's a joy to be here. <laughs> we love you, and we're glad that you're here to talk to us about something that I know that you involve yourself in and that your church is involved in, and that's a prophetic word that's going to strengthen, edify, encourage, comfort the congregation. Talk to us about that, Jeremy, would you? Yeah, well, thank you very much. I have the joy of pastoring the Canopy Church located in Neosho, just down by Big Spring Park. And um, we have wonderful congregation, wonderful people. I'm so thankful uh, to be a part of that congregation. I tell them all the time that um, even if I wasn't the pastor, I'd go to church there. So it's a real joy. Um, I was born and raised here in Neosho and spent uh, about 12 years in the eastern part of the county and so being able to serve in this area has been my delight and um, you know we we're just a, a group of people that love Jesus and we want everything that's in the Word of God you know and um, <clears throat> Quite often uh, when we come together, uh, the Lord is very faithful to us to direct our steps. And and um, we see the functioning of the giftings of the Holy Spirit um, in 1 Corinthians 12, 1 Corinthians 14, Romans 12, um, as a vital part to what we experience when we're together. And, and so um, the Word of God being spoken to His people, uh, whether that's through preaching, pulpit preaching, um, whether that's um, one-on-one, individually, um, that we believe that the Lord speaks to his people. And so it's our delight to hear his voice. And so it's a big part of what we do, John. We, um, when we gather, we want to know we've heard from the Lord. And, and so the prophetic utterance, um, whether that be personal prophecy, where, where we believe the, the Lord will speak in, from one person's heart to edify the other, um, or whether that be in a more corporate function where we believe the Lord is speaking to an entire group. Um, we, we just, we want to embrace it, you know, and we don't want to despise that gift. I mean, Paul told us very, very very clearly, right? He said, so he didn't want us to be ignorant about spiritual gifts, but he asked, he told us to eagerly desire them, especially that we would prophesy. And I, I don't think that means just that we would stand behind a pulpit and preach sermons. I believe that we would stand, um, 
not only in our day-to-day activities, but um, as we're walking through life, that we would stand ready to speak what He's saying. And um, and that's really, the I think, the genesis of what it means to operate in the prophetic gift. You know, sometimes we see these two poles and we think that they can't be brought together. People really emphasize with the studying of the Word and and repeating exactly what the Word says. And then there's this other pole of listening to God and and speaking what God is. Don't those two come together? Well, they do. And, you know, I'm constantly reminding our people that there's a ditch on both sides of the road. You know, Uh, I I spend most of my pastoral ministry now for the last um, 23 years, a lot of times really just correcting excess, you know, and and sometimes we we say that these things, certain things have passed away. They don't exist. There's no way God does this. And then on the other side, we're over here going, um, you know, we're so open-minded, our brains have fallen out and, you know, we just lock, stock and barrel take everything and, and we walk blindly. And, and the truth about the prophetic and about really any spiritual gift is that they're given by the Holy Spirit. They're, they're, um, uh, First Corinthians tells us in chapter 12 that, that they are distributed by the Holy Spirit and they operate differently based on how he determines that, that these are spiritual gifts. And, and they're not for selfish reasons. They're not to promote an individual. They're not to um, build up a ministry. They're not to uh, bring someone into a place where people look at them and go, oh, isn't that person spiritual? Wow. You know, and, and draw crowds. These are to build up the body. They, these are gifts of service, 100%. And their job is to edify, strengthen. Um, you know, and when we see that in 1 Corinthians 14, 3 there, it says, but one who prophesies speaks to men for edification. Edification clearly speaks of encouragement, strengthening, uh, helping someone be better. Um, exhortation speaks of direction, correction, and and bringing someone into a, uh, a place of obedience um, and then consolation or comfort, right? Bringing someone, um, helping people know that, that the God of heaven and earth sees them, knows them and loves them. And so, so we have to be careful that we, we don't tell God how he can and cannot speak. We were the ones that need to say, Lord, just as, as, as Samuel did, right? Uh, speak, Lord, your servant is listening, right? That That's really our heart, um, is that we hear from the Lord, and then we say what he's saying. And if we'll say what he says and get out of the way, um, I mean, that's what worked for Jesus, didn't it? He said, mm-hmm. it said he, he only um, did what he saw his father do, and he only said what he heard his father say. And, and that, for us, has to be our model of ministry as well. You know, I've been praying for that for my life. I really have. And Jesus says, be, uh, Paul says, be imitators of me as I'm of Christ. And how did Christ operate in the flesh? He listened, didn't he? Yeah, he sure did. Yeah, he spent mu- much of his time, obviously, in prayer and seclusion, um, in, in a place of contemplation. And he, and then when he ministered amongst the people, he 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 knew what the Lord wanted, and and that's really the essence of the prophetic unction, right? Is that is that we have heard from the Lord, we have seen what is on God's heart, and then we seek to act that out and operate in that um, with our brothers and sisters around us. It's um, it's way less mystical than people want to make it. And it, it, it it's not meant to separate people. And, you know, a lot of people will say, if God uses them one time to speak to somebody, they now want to print a business card and start an international ministry. And, and, and really, the truth is, this should be a common occurrence amongst the body. We should be encouraging each other as as the day approaches, for sure. God wants us to bring every thought captive to his obedience. And uh, that's true, speaking of the prophetic. You know, the, the spirit of the prophet 
is subject to the prophet. Amen. Speak into that, would you? Well, I think what that's saying is that quite often the again, Paul's encouragement to the church in Corinth was that they would not be ignorant of spiritual gifts. And and quite often what I find is is most Christians are completely ignorant of spiritual gifts. They, they, they either have them on a pedestal as something unattainable that only certain anoint, quote unquote anointed people have, or, or they're operating in, in ways that are really um, dysfunctional and unhealthy. And, and the truth is spiritual gifts are, um, a gift God gives. And, and what he's telling us is that, that Paul specifically telling them, hey, guys, you don't have to just have this ecstatic experience where you're so overcome by a spirit, spiritual activity that you have to shout out in the middle of the congregation. He says, he says, these prophets should operate two or three at a time, and then what they say should be judged. And, yeah. and he's talking about things being done in an, in an orderly fashion. And, 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 and the heart of that is, that is that we don't have to lose control to be controlled by the Holy Spirit. That's a good word. And, and so, so New Testament Christianity, I believe, is a Christianity filled with the moving of the Holy Spirit. And we should have that in our church services. We should have that. But you know what? It, it shouldn't be crazy and out of control. It should be done in, in a way that brings clear uh, understanding that God is speaking, that that this is coming through an individual who is yielding himself to obey and that the Holy Spirit is the one bringing um, direction. And if we all allow that, I think people are strengthened. It's, they're exactly what 1 Corinthians 14.3 says. They're um, edified, they're exhorted, and they're comforted. They're, they're consoled. And, and if that's not the fruit of the prophetic utterance, then the prophetic utterance isn't from God. Mm-hmm. It's, it's coming from somewhere else. Don't we all need uh, a time where God just says, I know you and I love you. I just want you to realize that. Well, I think that's the beauty of the prophetic is we have a God who sits outside of time. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he right now currently is viewing our, our past, our future, and our present all in one view. And, and, and the God of eternity can jump into our future and interject a, a word in our now um, that completely um, makes us feel and and brings us into a, a realization that we're known, we're heard. And I've seen people go into our past, God go into our past and give somebody a prophetic unction through a word of knowledge that, that no one should have known. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I told no one. And yet this man by the Holy Spirit has been given direction in my past. God sees me. And I think that's the beauty of listening to God's voice and then saying what he's saying is it can it can really identify inside of someone's heart that God of time and eternity, he sees me and he knows me and I'm important to him. Doesn't he say to us often, I love you, I want you, I need you? Yeah. Well, the, the exhortation by the Holy Spirit quite often is the Father's heart, right? And and, and he he's not a fortune teller. He's not uh, a, a, a fortune cookie that we're finding some answers from. He's not a palm reader. He's not, he's not any of these uh, psychic things um, that are really demonic functions. He is a father. And just as I would, would declare my love over my children, 
children, as I would admonish my children, as I would bring direction to my kids. Um, he's bringing direction to us. He's correcting us. And the primary way he does this is through his word yes. and the revelation and the breaking open of that word. But he also uses individuals um, to bear witness to what he's saying in his word um, to us and bring what I consider to be the now moments where God is talking directly to us um, by the Holy Spirit to give us direction and correction. I know that there's instances in your church where this has happened. Tell us about some. Well, I mean, we just had a fun one this last week. I mean, I love it when the Lord breaks in in a way that only He can do. Um, This last Thursday, we we were having a worship uh, or prayer service. We host a prayer meeting for Newton County. Um, For the last 13 years, we've prayed for Newton County every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. And um, we we just ended up having a a, a lady come in that I had never seen before. She brought her children in with her. She had about three kids and three or four kids. And she, she was worshiping and praying with us all night. It was a good night. We're bringing the ministry to a close and I'm about to shut it down and we could just feel the sweet wind of the Holy Spirit just kind of blow in our midst and and the Lord just began to speak to my heart personally that I needed to pray for this lady. And, and I didn't really want to do that because I didn't want to embarrass her. It's her first time there. I didn't, I didn't want to bring her into any kind of um, embarrassing moment. But the Lord said to me, you need to pray for her and you need to pray for her, her internal organs. She's got an issue inside um, of her body. And, and so I said, ma'am, can I pray for you? And, and she, she smiled real big. And I said, is, do you have something going on internally that, that is not right? that you need the Lord. She, she smiled. She said, I do. And she, and she came forward. We'd laid hands on her as the Bible commands and we prayed for her. And, and, you know, it wasn't like something drastic happened, you know, heaven didn't open and, and everything, you know, the light shined through, but we prayed for her and ministered to her. And, and then she went back to her seat. Well, after the message was, or after we closed the prayer time, uh, I walked back to her and I said, ma'am, I I, thank you for letting me pray for you. She said, she said, sir, she said, I told the Lord before I walked in the door, God, if I made the right decision by being here, let the man up front, call me out and pray for my internal organs. And, and, and that, that was a beautiful moment for her and for me, because there's no feeling like knowing you've heard from God. But the real thing is I could say to her, ma'am, the Lord sees you. And he knows what's going on in your life. Take courage. And she did. She was blessed. I was blessed. Um, the whole It was a beautiful moment for us. But those kinds of things, they don't happen every time. They don't happen all the time. But you're so thankful when they do happen because the Lord is speaking and our job is to be listening. Pray for us, Jeremy, and ask God's blessing upon maybe somebody who's struggling with this whole idea that God doesn't see me. God doesn't know me. Well, we know in John 10... Um, Uh, Jesus made it very clear that his sheep hear his voice. And so, Lord, I thank you, um, Lord, that you're speaking. I thank you that you're speaking to men and women all across and everyone that's hearing this this, um, radio show today. Um, Lord, remind them of the things you've said in the past. Bring clarity to them. Um, Let your word be open to them. Your word is the anchor. Your word is the source, Lord. But by the Spirit, Lord, you lead us and you guide us. Lord, for those who feel um, afar off and feel distant from you, show them today that you love them. Lord, speak a word of encouragement to their heart. Lord, exhort them. Father God, edify them. Father, give them comfort. And Lord, I thank you that you are near to us and your voice is loud and clear to those who have ears to hear. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
God bless you, Jeremy. Thank, Thank you, you so John. much. Thank you for listening to In the Shadow of Your Wings with Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. If you don't have a church home, they would like to invite you to join them this Sunday for morning worship at 1045. The church is located at 969 Granby Miners Road in Granby, Missouri. Have a blessed weekend and remember to abide in the shadow of his wings. I will rejoice in you, my God, in the shadow of your wings. Are you a Christian who likes to read? If not, there's a whole world of Christian publishing out there that you're missing out on. I invite you to check out the Author's Corner podcast where I talk to the latest Christian authors each week about their new book releases and what's coming next. So if you're ready to jumpstart your spiritual growth with the newest books and the authors who write them, check out the Author's Corner podcast with me, Roberta Foster.